Welcome everyone to episode 424 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Corey. I'm Shane. <laughs> and this is Brian. Uh, what's up, guys? So we're going to be talking about Gears 5. Uh, we have Shane and Brian joining us uh, to to fill in for the main segment because I, I don't know about you, Corey, but I didn't play a an absolute ton. I played a bit of the campaign. Uh, Horde mode, obviously, we'll talk about because we, we did that last night. I, what, what, what did you guys play of, of Gears? I'm glad, Shane. Uh, yeah, I so we played uh, Horde the other night um, for a little while. Uh, me and Corey played the Horde with uh, one of Corey's friends, and then we played uh, a campaign for a little while. Okay. Listeners will know the friend that Shane is talking about as Eric. Yes. <laughs> Original <laughs> Eric. Host Eric. Yes. Um, yeah, so I, I did the same, and then um, we did an escape and then just a little bit of the campaign uh with me though like my gears legacy isn't that strong um i think i played i definitely played the first gears a little bit i honestly don't remember a single thing about it i think i played gears 2 campaign maybe briefly but after that i don't think i've touched gears until gears 5 so um it's good to have people who are a little bit more familiar with all the games right shane brian Uh... counting on you (laughs) no pressure (laughs) Myself a little bit. I, I was super hardcore into Gears 1, but then as it kind of went on, the, the series kind of got convoluted and whatnot. So I drifted away a little bit. But after coming off the recently released Remnant, as far oh. as like shooting mechanics and whatnot of that game, even though it's kind of not really a AAA title, yeah, it's hard, honestly, for Gears to match up to that because that game was extremely satisfying to play. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, I, I've heard a little bit about that game. It, it seems like something that would be right up my alley, but I haven't tried it yet. It's got a great hook. Okay. Shane, what's your experience with uh, with Gears? Um, I played the first and second one quite a bit. I think I played them all the way through to to beat the campaign. Third, I kind of died down, and then the fourth one played for a little bit, and then uh, this one I haven't played much. I only played it because it was free on yep. Game Pass. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's that's why I played it. I, I never would have bought it. I'm glad <laughs> it's free because I... it's a consistent theme for yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I. Uh... I played the first, second, and third Gears. I, the only one I played online was... Well, I played 4, too. Uh, but I played the campaigns and all of them. The only one I played online at all was 3. Uh, that was the only one I was able to get into online. 4, I played most of the campaign. I didn't end up finishing it. And then this one, I at least plan on finishing the campaign. I won't play online, probably, but uh, Horde mode, which we talked about. And I want to try the... What was it? Control? Was that the other mode? Escape. Escape. Control's a game. Yeah, Escape. <laughs> Uh, I would like to try that at some point too because I've heard heard good things about that. So, uh, but yeah, Gears Five is going to be our main topic. Does anyone have anything you want to tease? Anything new that they played uh, that that they want to talk about later on in the episode? No, I think Remnant would be the the big one. Me and Brian have been playing that quite a bit. Yeah, lately. I've got about forty to fifty hours into that one. Oh wow, yeah. I mean, if you guys are still on during what during the what we played segment, I'd love to hear about that game because it looks yeah. really cool. Huh. Uh, as for me. Uh, I'm still playing Astral Chain. Um, oh yeah, I think that's the only yeah. only new thing I'm playing. I'll talk a little bit about that. Um, but yeah, all right. So Gears Five. Uh, first off, I did want to say it's it's kind of being celebrated a little bit as uh, being accessible, which I did notice right away. So uh, unlike other past like Gears games, this one's on PC, but it's also on Steam. Uh, so it's available to more people than than 
I mean, Steam has, what, 120 million active users. Uh, so it's available there. It's avail- available on PC Game Pass and then, uh, obviously, Xbox Game Pass. And then you could just, you know, buy it straight up if you want. Uh, but when I first logged into it the first time, it asked me to set up the Xbox Adaptive Controller, which I thought was cool. Um, I guess it fully implements all of that stuff mm-hmm. uh, for for disabled gamers or people who just have special special needs that they need to... Uh, to play the game uh but also one thing that i really like is that it allows to me being uh terrible at shooters with a controller uh i can use the keyboard and mouse on the console which is fantastic um so that was one thing i noticed right away um but let's talk about horde mode first of all because i think that's a, a lot of people's favorite mode in the game me and Corey uh and eric and a couple friends actually beat horde mode last night we made it through all 50 levels uh, and it was a blast. So, uh, Corey, want to give your thoughts on that? You had a little trouble connecting at first, too. Yeah, I'm a little soured on the whole thing because <laughs> my mic wasn't working out, and everybody's giving me a hard time for the echo and everything. Yeah, you had a so, really bad echo. Um, it well, wasn't bad. It was as clear as day, just like a second later. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I've what never was heard going that on. before. It was really frustrating too because I was really looking forward to playing Horde mode. Um, we had planned it. And I showed up, and I basically just quit. I just left my character there and went and walked the dog and said, oh, if I'm still alive when I get back, I'll, I'll play without being in party chat. Um, but, yeah, when I got back, I just ended up um, figuring out that I could use the PC Xbox app to join the voice chat with my PC microphone, which eliminated all the issues, which was really nice. Um, but yeah, I got away from the original question, Dan, because I forgot what it was. Something yeah, what, about what were your mode. thoughts on, on horde mode? I mean, uh, you being probably the least experienced gears player, what's, what's the hook oh, there yeah. for you? And um, you think of it? it reminds me of zombies from call of duty a yeah. little bit in that you're building some fortifications. Um, you're co-oping with, with your boys and just slaying waves of enemies. Um, I had a great time with horde. I did get a little worn out by the end of it. I think the three-hour runtime for that is a little long for just (laughs) one gaming session. Um, But I appreciate the challenge. That I appreciate that it is a bit of a marathon, and you're not just having to beat the enemies, but you're having to last that long and having to find a three-hour chunk out of your day in order to do it. Um, That's challenging in and of itself in this day and age. So, yeah, I had a great time. Okay. Uh, what, do you, what do you guys think about about horde mode? Shane, I'll start with you. What's your what's your thoughts um, so far? I I I love the whole uh, waves of enemies kind of uh, thing, whether it be zombies or or gears. Um, the the one thing that I was not a fan of, so like the the repair tool, having that replace one of your weapons, which is one of the weapons that I use the most, was that the, the bullpock or whatever it was called that yeah. that pistol. Yep. Um. So having to repair it with that i would rather have been a tool um instead of a weapon but i i love the horde mode i i think it's my favorite mode out of all of them um but i mean other than that other than that whole uh, tool thing i think that the horde mode was awesome yeah i feel like it's nice for someone like me too who's not going to get into the competitive side uh i'm too old and don't have enough time to spend a lot of time you know getting 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 good for lack of a, a better term, uh, to make it to make it fun, you know, and I, you know, being behind the the skill curve and stuff, like it's just fun to, you know, like you said, you join a group of of your friends and and slay, uh, slay the 
the locust. That's what it is, locusts. I've got so many games going on in my head, I, I can't really... <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Brian, what are your thoughts? Uh, honestly, like I, I've played a lot of Horde in the previous games. This one, not so much. But mm-hmm. uh, like you said, it's an easy accessibility point if you're not in the competitive edge of things. So that factor I like about it a lot. But with the newly added escape mode, it's, it's a new twist. But one thing I've noticed across all modes, not so much campaign because I haven't dabbled in it, is it seems like the difficulty curve is a little steeper now. I mean, even on the easiest difficulty of whether it's escape or horde, it, it's easy at the beginning, but it progressively gets harder, and it's it's quite a spike that I've, I've realized. I mean, I didn't play 50 ways like you guys did, but... Yeah, no, we, we noticed that too. We played on Intermediate, um, which we we had some inexperienced Gears players too, but they, I mean, they, they, it seems like they got the hang of it pretty quick. Mm. Um, but yeah, it, it was hard, and it wasn't even it wasn't even the boss the bosses like we had two or three rounds where all of us like got killed at least once it was just a random round just the way the i don't know if it's those the enemies that spawn but you know it seemed like in the boss wave we were ready and 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 effective and uh even though i think i think even someone said when we were playing like wow that was it for the for round 50 you know wave 50 that was that was like the easiest one we had had in a while wasn't it Corey? it felt like it yeah that last boss was really easy to kill and i don't know if it's just because everybody was targeting it and knew where the soft spots were or what but yeah he went down easy yeah they they threw a, a big softball for us to knock out of the park for the last round which was nice but because uh, like you I said like we were all we were all a little fatigued at that point it was like eleven thirty, and oh you know gosh. be on edge for that long uh it's yeah it's tiring yeah and um just going back to that last boss um i really like that boss design though because i love shooting the the pustules or whatever you want to call them those little gooey things that explode on the guy it's such a rewarding feeling and then they burst and they spit goo all over you yeah (laughs) i would have liked to see more fortification things like there really was just the turret the decoy and then the the barrier thing yeah much to choose from I agree, and I also could not figure out how to level anything up. Yeah, the only one. Yeah, yeah, the only one in our party that knew how to do that stuff. It seemed like was well, Eric and Jeff. Uh, so I let them handle it, oh, mostly because you know when I was trying to have Eric explain it to me, I was playing on my computer. Uh, because I oh I didn't know that yeah I was on the computer. Oh, um, okay. Which is cool that you can do that again. Uh, you know, yeah. I can play my preferred way. They, everyone else can play their their preferred way. Uh, but yeah, he would tell me what buttons, and it was obviously different with me playing out with a keyboard and mouse than it was on the Xbox controller. So I just kind of left that stuff and and let them let them handle it. So yeah, uh, um, let's hear let's hear about this. Go ahead, Corey. I was just going to bring up one last point about yeah. horde mode when we were talking about uh, it being accessible to people who aren't super competitive at shooters. Um, I am not very good at shooters at all, but I kept finding myself consistently the MVP towards the end of our time playing, uh, which I actually really appreciated because I knew deep down that I am not nearly as good at shooters as everyone else that was playing, but I was able to use my noggin and strategize a little bit and uh you know just make sure i had the best weapon for any situation um so i always made sure i had the boom shot boom shot is that what it's called yeah mm-hmm. uh the boom shot and then that other gun that starts with an m that's like yeah, the battle the, rifle and the, yeah Halo. yep that gun's yeah, amazing be- between those two i was just dishing out so much damage uh just pretty much staying put and just picking guys off just headshot after headshot 
and that seemed to work really well. I'm also really reckless, uh, which I'm sure Shane has noticed when we play campaign yeah. mode. Yeah. Uh, which <laughs> I, it, it's it's a it's a bad habit that I can't kick, um, just because I get too complacent and I just want to like do something, so I just well, rush out. And... and Gears is not the game where you do that. Gears is all about no. taking cover. So yeah. Uh, this is not Doom, Corey. Come on. No, I know. <laughs> we got to stay know. moving. But also, like, I don't know if it was Corey or Dan that said it. Uh, firstly, about uh, it's like zombies. And that brings another point. Like, Horde mode, even though Gears kind of, like, put the staple into it. I think it was Gears 2. I don't, I don't think it was 3. I'm not positive. But there's so many other games that do it just as good, if not better. Mm-hmm. Not to say Gears is bad, but so many companies are jumping on board that similar game mode because it's, you know so addicting so successful it is i think addicting is the right word yeah yeah absolutely well let's hear about let's hear about escape mode i don't really know anything about that other than i saw a trailer for it at e3 but i didn't really understand what's going on and uh you know i swore up and down i was going to look it up and i just never did so let's let's hear about that Uh, well the big thing i hate about it is that ammo is extremely scarce it is really hard to find ammo oh even more than Um, like uh the horde mode Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Oh. big time, big time. Um, so it starts with uh, I'm not sure the name of the, the the locust or the enemy or whatever. Swarm. But I think it's a swarm. The swarm, the thing that like sucks you up and mm-hmm. and yeah. So it starts with you putting a, a breathing apparatus in, and then you get that uh, creature's attention, and he sucks you up and takes you back to the hive, and then it um, cuts to you putting what I think is a bomb down, and then. Um, the idea is that you have to, because uh, you cut out of like your cocoon or whatever, and then you try to escape and go through the enemies to get to the, the end. But ammo is extremely hard to find to the point that you have to check with all your teammates every time you do find ammo to make sure or see who needs it the most and give it to them. But it's it's fun. Um, I, I still like Horde Mode better though. Yeah, Brian, okay. I think Brian's played Escape, but I have. Yeah, I've played a few rounds of Escape. Like you said, the, the ammo is super scarce. Again, the difficulty is a little steep, probably because of the ammo scarcity. But you need a solid three people to play. Like, you can't have one person, you know, lagging behind because then your whole team's thrown off. But um, it's, the, the big selling point of that mode, too, is that the maps are procedurally generated. So it gives it a lot of replayability. Oh, I didn't realize that. That's yeah. awesome. So I think they have, like, I think what they plan on doing is every week they're going to construct, like, a pre-made map right now i think it's called the hive and that'll stay for the entire week and there'll be certain objectives you have to complete within that and they'll just cycle that but otherwise you can everything else is procedurally generated oh that's cool oh that's cool okay um has anyone done any of the competitive online the normal like uh whatever or four versus four whatever it ends up being i've played a few matches How, how was it I mean, it's it's gears. I mean, yeah. if you like gears, it's it's there. But I mean, it's not my favorite competitive scene. Yeah. As much as I I appreciate gears for being uh, slower, slower paced, I, that doesn't work for me in in competitive. Like I'm much better at the at the faster pace. Um, it's just yeah, it, I don't know. It throws me off. I, I'm much better at something that's a little little faster. Mm-hmm. I agree with. I think it's because in gears your movement's a little more restricted, yeah. um, so it doesn't feel as as good. It's not as rewarding to play uh, competitively online. Yeah, that that's be. that's one thing. Yeah, for sure is the hit detection. Like in comparison to like a Call of Duty kind of game, like a first person shooter, when you shoot someone, it's much more satisfying. Gears, it's very spongy. Yeah, it doesn't have like that oomph to it. Yep, yep. that pop, that yeah. that tearing of flesh. There you go. <laughs> All right. 
Um, any other thoughts on that on the on the online stuff and co-op stuff? They have. I haven't. I haven't played much with the the online. It's gotten so bad that with all these games that are played competitively, that if you can't devote, you know, every waking hour to to playing it, you're no. You're behind. You're not going to do well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's frustrating. I Just agree. as a general thought, Dan, yeah. I'll throw in the fact that I was pleasantly surprised with how well I think Gears came together. Yeah, I totally um, agree. I and I only played it because it was free, as yeah. was mentioned before. I would never never have bought it or had really had any interest in it, but it was free, and uh, friends were playing it, so I gave it a try, and turns out I really liked it. Yeah. Yep. Totally agree. Uh, so we'll talk about the campaign a little bit. Uh, can you do couch co-op with the campaign on Xbox? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure. Okay. I doubt I'll, it. I'll have to look that up. I, I'm maybe it's Borderlands that I'm thinking of that you can do couch co-op uh, on console, not on PC though. Yeah, Again, I, I get my I get I get my games crossed because I there's too much. But yeah, no, the campaign uh, obviously continues off from the events of, of Gears Four. I don't really know what's going on in the story, even though they give a brief uh, sort of synopsis of the Gears 4 campaign. Um, but I, I have enjoyed the campaign so far. I've played, as I said, both on PC and Xbox, uh, and it saves and cross-saves over, so your progress. Like, I played most of it on, on PC, and then I, I wanted to test out the keyboard and mouse setup for uh, for the console version. Uh, definitely doesn't play as nicely as it does on my computer. Xbox One X, I think it runs 60 frames per second, right, Corey? like fully i know yeah i think so i know all the online modes it's 60 frames per second regardless but yeah the the xbox one x does do 60 frames uh at 1080p they wanted to they prioritize frame rate over over resolution so um that's always uh important to me is having the frame rate so um but yeah i mean i like the campaign it's got you know it's got its set set pieces and uh, it's definitely more open than other Gears games, which I didn't know if I would like, but it seems to be working out so far. I'm probably halfway through Act 2, so the beginning of Act 2 is kind of when you get the, the what, parasail thing that you... The skiff. Cruise, the skiff, that's what I'm looking for, <laughs> yeah. That you cruise around and, and collect weapons and stuff, and I don't know. Uh, it seems to be a well-done campaign. I think it would be way more fun to play with somebody. Uh, I've only played by myself on that so far, but Corey, you, played, you guys played some co-op campaign, right? Yeah, I think Shane and I, um, we're in Act 2, right? Um, I'm not sure if it's Act 2. I know that we, we got to the, the skiff part and then made it a few, like, a couple of the, the missions past that. But um, Yeah, so... In the, in the lab? Yeah, yeah, Okay, yeah. that's where yeah, I just, I that's it. where I just finished. We have to get the, like, stim shots in order to go under the, like, poisonous gas or yep. whatever. Yep. Yeah. Um, so that actually brings me to my biggest complaint with the campaign mode is the loading times. Uh-huh. Um, because when you die, it sucks to have to wait for that reload oh, in 2019. Yeah. You know, it, it, we're kind of spoiled and that that stuff should happen almost instantaneously. Um, but it's just minorly frustrating. I did have another complaint, but then I just realized I was an idiot. <laughs> Shane and I a couple times were just really confused about what we were supposed to do. And I was like, where's the waypoint like why doesn't it give us a waypoint? we have no idea where to go and also like locating shane was really difficult for me i'm like i have no idea where you are before i remembered probably (laughs) three hours into our playtime that left bumper yeah there's there's a button for that yeah 
Yeah. Most of the time it was that, that I was waiting at the door because you needed two people to, to open up the door. But um, we also got disconnected quite a bit. Yeah, first that, that first weekend there were a lot of connectivity issues, and I guess we weren't alone. Yeah, Xbox really Live sucks. went down a few times, I think, over the over the weekend when it first came out. Yeah, yeah. It, which really sucks for just the marketing of the Game Pass product. I mean, it's it's such a it's such a compelling offer, but I'm sure there were a lot of people that signed up for the first time just to play Gears, and that was their experience, which was probably not very good. Yeah, because we Shane, we were supposed to play like that Friday night or something like that, and just didn't because we couldn't get connected. Yeah, we remember. played played it for a couple hours but it was tough to because it ended up disconnecting me and then deleted my, my entire save file so if i want to start where we left off i have to make sure Corey's playing and load into his game oh really oh yeah. okay because it saved from his thing and not not to yours right right oh okay that is that's kind of annoying okay brian have you played any of the campaign uh maybe like a half hour i just i just wanted to start it up to see what it was like um no, you, you asked if it was couch co-op, which I'm not sure, but I do know that it's, I believe it's three-player co-op because one person can be Jack. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, um, so I can speak to that because Shane and I were, we, <laughs> it was kind of funny because Shane, Shane and I had plans to play the campaign uh, one night this week, and I was playing something else, and Eric jumped on, and then Shane got on, and Shane and I started to play Gears, and... Eric wanted to join, which was fine, and we had him play, and we, like, booted up the campaign, and he's like, wait, I thought we were doing Horde mode, and I was like, no, Shane and I are doing, we're doing the campaign, you're welcome to join us, and he's like, I thought, I thought Dan was getting on, and we were doing Horde mode, he had the wrong day, oh, plan to do Horde mode, oh, he thought we were, was, was, two, he was Tuesday, he thought yeah, it was Tuesday, okay, he was a day early, gotcha, um, but he, he, yeah, he said he'd play a little campaign with us, so he was Jack, and it was actually really funny to watch him like go and pick things up as the Jack character <laughs> at us. And you, I mean, funny. just Eric's comedic timing, like here, have a rifle, and yeah. like, <laughs> just drop it. It was really funny. Nice. Um, but yeah, I thought uh, having somebody as Jack was was really helpful. I know it was Eric's first time playing the campaign, so he wasn't really familiar with what Jack could do. But mm -hmm. just having somebody be really timely with those stims and all the other things, the shocks that he can do, I think would would be really helpful um, to play through the campaign. Yeah, especially if you're going to play it on like super high difficulty levels. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I, I'm enjoying the campaign so far. Uh, as I said, I, I specifically went with i wanted to test out the keyboard and mouse uh on the console and it, it works really well there's it's not quite as customizable like i don't think i can change my it might just depend on my mouse i'm using my older mouse and keyboard on my xbox uh i can't change the the dps or um the whatever oh i can't think of what it's called but you know change the sensitivity of the mouse on the thing uh, it didn't seem like i could yeah, click DPS. the middle yeah uh click the middle mouse wheel to to zoom in like i can on, on my computer but it probably just has to do with me not setting it up right i just plugged everything in and and just went with the default all the default settings and stuff and it worked pretty well the 30 frames uh it's fine when you're sitting like on a couch when you're up close to it like a foot and a half away Corey. i think you would have gotten motion sick from it mm, i was um, worried about that when i first started playing yeah no well you have the the one x right so you're yeah you're you're golden there 
Um, but yeah, I could see getting motion sick sitting a foot and a half away from from the thing and at, at 30 frames with the keyboard and mouse. It just took a few minutes of adjustment time. I stopped noticing it after a little while. Uh, it's obviously not as uh, crisp, I guess, but sure, uh, it's playable. It's fully playable. I can, you know, when I play upstairs, I'll play it with my with on my Xbox with a keyboard and mouse. When I when I'm down here, I'll play it on a computer. So yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think it's ultimately a, a pretty great package and uh, even better that you essentially don't have to pay for it. Mm-hmm. Never would have played it otherwise. I might have bought it when it was on sale for like 20 bucks, like much further down the road, but I never would have uh, played it and enjoyed it as much as I have. So, Yeah, I think it's worth, I mean, even if you're not a Game Pass subscriber, I would say it's probably worth a full price. Yeah, it's a lot, a lot of stuff um... to do there. Yeah, and I'm also surprised, like, between this and what was the most recent Halo? Halo 5? Yeah. Which I also really liked. I'm thinking maybe I like shooters more than I thought I did. I don't know. Maybe. Who knows? Uh, Shane, ultimate thoughts, Gears 5. Um, It was nice to kill the time until Borderlands <laughs> comes out. <laughs> Amen. Gotcha. Okay, Brian? Uh, similar thoughts. Similar and, thoughts. I mean, Gears, honestly, like, if I would have went out and purchased it, I'm on the other end of the spectrum. If I would have went out and bought it, bought it with my hard-earned money, I probably would play it more. But knowing that it's free, I haven't dedicated as much time to it, knowing that, like, I didn't pay a dime for it. Sure. Yeah. So, yeah. But otherwise, it's a great game. It's a, it's a total package. It's got something for everybody, whether you're competitive, cooperative, you know. I don't want to say leisurely because it can get quite intense. But yeah. otherwise, it's, it really does have something for everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'll probably, I'll at least very, at the very least finish the campaign. And then if, if anyone wants to ever jump on, on, on horde mode, I'd love to do that again. But yeah, well, you know, like you guys, I'm not going to dedicate a ton of time for it. Move on to the next thing, uh, when, when that comes out. So, but yeah, ultimately good stuff. Go ahead, Corey. Just quickly. One last thought, um, yeah. that I just remembered that I wanted to share. One thing I really like about gears five is the surprises, um, and I'll speak specifically to Horde Mode, even though I think there's a lot of surprises in the campaign. But when some of those mini bosses come, like the first time that one guy grabbed Eric and started dragging him off the map, um, and yeah. I was able to get there and stop it. And then I thought I had killed it, but I didn't. And then it grabbed me and started dragging me across the map. Unfortunately, yeah. Eric wasn't too far, so Eric was able to kill it and save me. But um, yeah, my adrenaline just spiked, and I'm like, oh my god, what's it doing? Like, just horrifying. I had no idea, like, that could happen. Um, it was pretty scary. And then same with when, when the bosses just, like, pick people up and kill them. It's, I don't know, I just find that so much fun and yeah, so funny. Usually you get that buffer where you get knocked down, and then you can yeah. just crawl to safety, but sometimes yep. they'll just pick you up and, and splat your head. Squish you. Yep, and you're dead. Yeah. Um, I really appreciate that about the game. They're not afraid to, to do that kind of stuff. Yeah. And even uh, surprises in terms of cool weapons. I'm not familiar with the the armory of, of the Gears games, but um, found some pretty cool guns that are fun to use, and diff- each one is different enough from the, the other that they all have different use cases. Yeah, and there's retro versions of all the weapons, too, which are slightly different than the newer versions. And Yeah. Of course, I think that one that you used in Horde Mode was is a new gun. I don't remember that from be- being in any of the other Gears games, but that one's... That one's a special weapon, the yeah. battle rifle or whatever. I don't, I can't remember the name of it either, but starts with an M. Yeah, M something M- or Macoista or something like that. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Um. Anyway, nibble bits. Let's get into some game news, Corey. What do you got for us? 
The Game Awards will be back in December, which is good. I like the Game Awards. Uh, I don't really care about the awards themselves, but the celebration of gaming and the announcements that come out is always welcome. Um, I feel like a lot of publishers save some big announcements for that show. So, yeah, I ca- I care about some of the awards. Um, Game of the Year, obviously, I, I've always liked to know what that is. Sure. You know what? Yeah, you're you're right. I shouldn't sell them so short because the list of nominees is always contains games that I was mildly interested in or hadn't heard of that I will then check out just because they were nominated. Yeah, and then you get uh, like Celeste last year being in the, amongst huge triple a games last year was was awesome of course it was our our personal game of the year game of the year for yeah. our podcast so uh, that was that was a nice thing to see indeed it's always good production too surprisingly good production on that yeah it's good to, it's good Ke- to see keely still Keith. still up to some good stuff Ke- right keely the the dorito pope <laughs> yes um the other bit of news i had is that the witcher netflix series release date was leaked um according to this report it looks like it's going to be december 17th which is a tuesday i never like when things get released on tuesdays but it is what it is Uh, isn't that the usual for like movies and and dvds and stuff it's tuesday release i don't know shane you still buy movies yeah video games and (laughs) Video games and movies yeah, usually release on Tuesdays, but um, the the bigger titles have been for uh, video games at least have been coming out on Fridays. Fridays. Like, I know Call of Duty's uh, been starting, but Brian actually has a, a so Brian has two days off a week, and his days were based around video game <laughs> releases. So he has Tuesdays and Wednesdays off. That's awesome. That is awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was it was awesome, but now they've kind of changed it and lights to changed, Fridays. But... Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> Yeah, like next week, Link, Link's Awakening comes out on Friday. So. I'm so excited for that game. Oh, me too. Uh, uh, same. That's why they said I asked them if they're having a midnight release, and they are. They oh. said that they uh, they plan on it. So. Oh, cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, maybe I'll have to. I'll because I I actually am giving Amazon another chance to get me a game on time. Um, <laughs> I shouldn't, but if if Best Buy is doing a midnight release, I might just do that. That would be great. I'll have okay. to ask. I'll have to ask the local one. Yeah, I might switch too, just to just for the midnight release experience. Yeah, and to just be able to play it right away. All right, Corey, anything else? I've never played the original one. It's it's really good. I, it's one of those games that holds up too. Like I'm playing A Link to the Past right now, uh, which holds up really well. But it, it's kind of in the same vein. Um, but yeah, the I don't know, the graphics just it's just charming. Um, Corey, anything else? Um, I just read that Steam is updating its discovery algorithm to give better recommendations. I always thought Steam gave pretty good recommendations, but um, you see how a lot of these companies with algorithms to suggest things to you have improved over the years, and some of them are really freaking good. I don't know if you guys use Pocket, uh, which is built into Firefox, but it's also an app, and I think you can install it on Chrome and everything. But um, basically all Pocket is is... If you're zipping through the internet and you see an article you want to read but you don't have time for it, you just click a button and it saves it in your pocket, which you can view offline, Um, which was nice when I lived in New York because I spent a lot of time on the subway and didn't always have service, so I could just call up all the articles I hadn't read. Uh, But anyway, their algorithm for articles is awesome, so good. Um, Every day it's recommending 
articles that I'm really interested in reading. So it's like my Google news feed. Like it knows things that I want to read about, even though I didn't know I wanted to read about it. Yeah. Yeah. That day when I allowed Google to curate my news for me was revolutionary. Yeah. Because for so long I've been so opposed to, you know, giving any information on myself out and allowing any sort of uh, information to be captured, even though I know it's happening anyway. But, um, yeah, that first time I opened up that Google News feed and saw all the things it thought I would be interested in, it was just a, probably more than a decade of Google collecting my information just waiting for that moment. I said, yes, you can show me news. And they were giddy, I'm sure. Well, I'm sure. Okay. Anything else, Corey? Nope. All right. Uh, I got a couple quick things. So the first one, and actually, Corey, I think you alerted us to this. The National Women's Hockey League has signed a three-year streaming deal with Twitch, uh, which will allow every game of the season to be streamed on the service starting opening night, October 5th, with the Buffalo, uh, Buffalo Buttes versus Connecticut Whale and Boston Pride versus metropolitan riveters uh, all the way through the entirety of the isabel cup playoffs it's the first broadcasting deal the league assigned and broadcasting fees the league gets from twitch will be split and distributed amongst the players so wow i thought that was very cool i think so too um, i think it's a good idea i think it's a great idea uh i i plan on tuning in at least yeah. for that first game the I'll buffalo wa- buttes i'll watch a couple games definitely yeah, um, one of Shane, you might be interested in this. One of the Buffalo Buttes players is from New Hartford. Oh wow! That's yeah, awesome. which which is the town uh, next town over from where Shane and I live. So uh, I have a little home rooting interest there, which is which is exciting. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm curious to see what this does for the league. It's um, women's hockey is really fun to watch um, because they get they're so competitive. So I feel like if it just had an outlet where people could stumble on it, I think it's a lot more likely to gain traction. And I think Twitch is a good spot for it because um, even like the the Bob Ross stuff really took off on Twitch. Just that random like Twitch is the perfect spot for just that random stuff that, you know, throw spaghetti at a wall, see if it sticks kind of thing. So, Uh yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely going to tune in for some of this. Uh, one thing they wondered is if the the uh, broadcast quality is going to be better. Apparently, they had like mixed results with with the broadcast, the announcers, and like some of the some of the streams didn't have like the score. So uh, they think with with Twitch, it's going to be a lot easier to to handle all that stuff. So uh, that'll also be good good for the That's league. That's cool. So it'd be cool if the um, the broadcast team is like reading Twitch comments, like live streamers. <laughs> no, it wouldn't be cool. That would be awesome. Because you know exactly the kind of stuff that's going to be said. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you know exactly. I, I wonder if they can, like, close off chat. I know you can do subscriber-only chat, so maybe they'll they'll do that and not have – I don't know. I don't know how it's going to work, but, yeah. Anyway, so that, that's a cool thing. Yeah. Uh, no, next one is Super Nintendo games are now available on Nintendo Switch, Nintendo Switch Online. Uh, I, everyone's been waiting for this since the Switch came out. Uh, so now it's nice to have Super Nintendo games, but you know, me being me, what's next? You know, are we doing Nintendo sixty four next? Hopefully, GameCube next. I sure hopefully, hope so. I got my fingers crossed because uh, it didn't seem like they were ever going to do Super Nintendo games when they first announced all this stuff. But uh, here we are. So maybe next year it'll be Nintendo sixty four. But they also have a, a cool uh, wireless controller that's the Super Nintendo controller. 
um, because playing those old games is much better when you're using the the controller that that it's with. I actually have my SNES Classic controller here. Nice. Classic. I have a SNES Classic on my desk at work. Oh, nice. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's a great little system. Um, but yeah, having everything on the Switch is obviously that much more convenient. So. Is the controller available now, or I don't think so. I, I feel like it's coming out either at the end of September, end of September, or beginning of October. Uh, I could is look it, it first up. party or third party? What's uh, I think it's first party. I think Nintendo's yeah. manufacturing them. I know it's a lot. Thirty bucks a piece. Yeah. Okay. Um, I know like a lot of their first parties, or they have a lot of deals with with third party stuff. I actually bought one. I'll talk about uh, with Hori and PDP kind of do official, not official accessories. So. Uh, I think I have one more article that I wanted to read. Oh, yeah. Uh, World of Warcraft has been having DD, DDoS attacks, mm. uh, especially over the weekend. Um, I think that's script kitties have to be careful with that one because, you know, people people love their wow. And I, I feel like if, if that got out or who did it got out, that would that would be trouble for them. So in addition to Blizzard, probably not not loving that. So. Mm. I don't know who gets their jollies doing that stuff. It doesn't doesn't make sense to me. Well, I guess the, it's just the only ahead. thing I can think of is there was there was backlash because um, a lot of the popular Fortnite. We talked about this before we started, but a lot of the pop, popular Fortnite streamers are playing World of Warcraft. So, what if it has something to do with that? With like twelve year olds who can't watch their most popular Fortnite streamer play Fortnite, <laughs> <laughs> they don't want to watch WoW Classic. So, hey, let's DDO, DDoS Blizzard and. That's a good point. <laughs> You're probably right. It was just a scenario I invented in my head. I don't. I, there's I probably no validity to it, but I don't know. I like that. I like that scenario. Yeah. A lot of the the popular Fortnite streamers have switched to to WoW Classic. Um, I know that like Ninja, yep. Tim the Tatman. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Doctor Lupu was playing. Yep. Wow. Yeah. And those are the those are the big ones. So there's a lot of a lot of probably a lot of put off put off people. Uh, so that that was. The World of Warcraft. Oh, one one last thing, Corey. Remember Cube World? Yep. Cube World is is finally coming out. Uh, I guess later this month or next month. Cool. I feel like one of us owns it because I know I I played it a little bit in beta or early access, um, but it is it is coming out. Would it be on Steam? It is on Steam. Yeah, that's where I played it. I'm, well, maybe not because we did an episode on it. I think like. Four or five years ago. Are you sure you're not thinking of Trove? Trove, that's what I'm thinking of. Yes, you're right. It is Trove because they're very similar games. Yep. So, yep. yeah, it is Trove. My mistake. But I'm I'm interested in Cube World. I'll probably give it a shot at some point. Yeah. So. Yeah, I didn't like Trove because I don't remember why I didn't like Trove. There was a very specific reason why I didn't like it, and now I can't remember. But I feel like. Cube World is a little bit more like uh, Dragon Quest Builders. Yeah. Oh my God, such a good game. <laughs> <laughs> Shane loves Dragon Quest Builders. Oh, I'm, I'm getting that at some point. I, I Once it comes on sale, I am buying that because it looks awesome. Okay. Um, I think that's it for Nibblewitz. Do you guys have any new game news you want to talk about? Nothing? Yeah. Nothing. Not... There's, there's something dropping tonight. I can't remember the name of it, but something's oh, coming out tonight. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> kind of a big deal uh cory how's your week um good i don't think i really have done anything noteworthy uh but we've been watching 
Carnival Row. Did I talk about when was I on last? I don't remember. Was it? Um, was it, it was when we did our WoW Classic episodes last week. Oh, that was just last week. So then I probably but talked I, about what I've. But been I think it was on Tuesday. Recently. Was it Tuesday or Monday that we recorded? It was a weird day. Okay. Um. Shoot, what did I watch? I know I've watched a bunch of things I've wanted to talk about. Oh, I finished the... Oh, no, I have two more episodes of the new Twilight Zone reboot to watch. Uh, there's one episode that I really enjoyed. Um, I'll just briefly give the setup. So, it's near future. Uh, space explorers on the launch pad, ready to go. And then, all of a sudden, they North Korea nukes the United States. Uh, and they have to decide, they have 10 minutes to decide whether they want to take off uh, and save themselves from total annihilation or just die on planet Earth with everyone else. Uh, really interesting setup. Uh, and then there's a nice twist at the end because you think it's going, if you if you know anything about the Twilight Zone, you've, you think it's going one direction because you've seen it before in the Twilight Zone, but then it kind of takes it in another direction that I really appreciated. So um, some of those episodes are really good in that series. I don't know if any of you guys have watched any of those no uh, no it's on i, I think it's only on yeah i think it's only on cbs all access i don't know that it's on anywhere else but i paid for cbs all access like three months ago and forgot that i had paid for it because i planned on binging um all of that and all of star trek discovery but i never got through either and then just forgot i had the subscription until this week so when you had to pay for it again yeah oh jeez. You know. uh, yeah i looked nice at my surprise looked at my mint app and it reminded me that i had been paying for it so uh -huh. um it's all right it's 10 bucks a month not too bad but uh other than that carnival row bachelor in paradise is heating up they're winding down i know you guys are really really jonesing for that bachelor in paradise gossip uh, but you'll just have to watch i'm not gonna i'm not gonna <laughs> anything, so. my my wife wants to talk with you about it oh yeah i'd love to um sophie and i are definitely addicted although once it gets towards the end and they start like deciding who's going to get engaged and all the drama has kind of subsided i totally lose interest it's less I fun just, to watch i don't care anymore yeah i don't care anymore uh -huh. um and then shoot what's the other one? Oh, the boys we finally finished the boys ah, such a good show gotta such watch the boys show. yeah of everything we've probably that might be my favorite show i've watched this year um highly recommend the boys very watchable uh, great characters. Not for the kids. <laughs> Not for the kids, no. <laughs> What's that um, on? Amazon, uh, Amazon Prime. Prime. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. Um, so, so, sort of the, the darker, seedier side of, of superheroes. I think I might have mentioned it last episode, but uh, yeah, we did finish it, and I highly recommend it. So. Okay. Cool. Other than that, not much. Just uh, working and coming home and watching TV. Nice. All right. Shane, what do you got? As far as your your week, just anything week, you've been you general, got going Shane. on? Yeah, gaming stuff, <laughs> movies, TV, um, tech. We are currently going through Ozark on on Netflix. Me and my girlfriend Laura. Um, a little slow on that. We finished. Uh, uh, we stopped that for a little, little while to watch the boys. Um, we both binge watched that pretty quickly. Uh, it's a little different from Ozark. <laughs> I do like Ozark, though. I haven't seen. I've only seen the first season. Uh, we're. I think we're just about done with the first season, but it's. It's a good show. Um, yeah. Slowly getting back into it, but 
Yeah, the boys was was awesome. Um, as far as uh, video games, uh, me and Corey have played uh, Gears a couple times this uh, this past week, but uh, uh, I've been playing Remnant with with Ryan quite a bit. The game's awesome. Nice. Addicting. I look, I look forward difficulty to difficulty curve. Yeah. Um, and then Fortnite. Uh, okay. I can't I can't put down Fortnite. Um, nice. It gets frustrating. I think every time I hop on, it's going to be a little bit different. But I get clapped quite quickly. So, <laughs> um, nice. I think that's it for game. Okay. What, what about you, Brian? What do you got for us? Uh, as far as TV, usually we just have like reruns of New Girl and whatnot going on in the apartment. But um, we just actually just got back from seeing It too, which uh, oddly enough was pretty good. Had a, I appreciated the ending. I mean, I'm not a huge It fan, but uh, it was good. Uh, finally watched John Wick 2 yesterday to get prepared for 3. Uh-huh. Um, what else? Oh, and also, we, uh, the girlfriend and I decided to start re-watching Reno 911. <laughs> so, fiance. Uh, that's fiance. a show. A fiance, I'm sorry, fiance. But uh, <laughs> a little joke between uh, her and I is... She never watched it before because she thought it was a real cop show and she thought it was extremely stupid. She <laughs> thought it was real life, like this really happens. So we nice. started watching that and it's uh, it's been a lot of fun. Uh-huh. Um, There's not much of a TV movie watcher, so this week's kind of out of the out of the ordinary. But as far as games go, um, what have I playing lately? Other than Remnant and a little bit of Gears, uh, Greedfall. I picked oh, that up. Okay. Not so, familiar with that one. Oh, you're in it's for kind a treat like a, for a it. Double a, like a double a rpg it's not like full price it's i think it was like 50 but um it lacks a little bit of polish but so far it's got a great storyline i mean the the gameplay hook is definitely there satisfying combat yeah but um a little rough around the edges but Corey, it's supposed to be like a like a bioware rpg but it's set in like a um colonial colonial expansion type type setting Sounds awesome. Yeah, it's like semi-fictitious too. Yep. So it's it's not like fully based on history, but it's it's got it's like nice. it's got like mythical creatures and stuff too, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. No, I've heard good things about that. That's that's one I'm gonna definitely. It's coming to consoles, right? It's on Steam right now, but it's coming to consoles. No, yeah, I'm playing it on the Xbox. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was only on Steam for some reason. Okay, you know what? I think it's coming to no, maybe not. It's coming to Switch again. I get my I get all my games crossed in my news, so. But if it comes to the Switch, I will buy it immediately. This looks like something I might want to play. Yeah. Is it? It's not on Game Pass, is it? No. I could see it going on Game Pass in like maybe a few months, five, six months, but yeah, okay, not currently. Okay. All right. Yeah, that looks awesome. Uh, give this a go. Let's see. My week. I got a couple couple things. Uh, so I had a birthday this past week. Yeah. Uh, happy I, birthday. I, 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 thank you. I turned thirty six on Tuesday. Um. The years just they go by faster and faster every year, and you know, mom and dad always said that when we were growing up, but you just don't realize it until as you get older, it's it goes by too fast. So, uh, my wife got me a couple cool things though. She got me a Cersei Funko Pop uh, when she's hmm. wearing a certain dress where she channels Tywin's fashion sense. Corey, I'm not gonna spoil the event, um, but I always rave about that specific dress when she wears it because it looks awesome. Um, yeah, so. I think I can picture what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, so the, uh, she got me that. She got me an Air Aria shirt, which I showed you a picture of, Corey, uh, which oh, I also wanted. Yeah, I never – I didn't put two and two together yeah, that it was – It's a, the, the Air, Air Jordan. Like the Air Jordan, yeah. but it's Air Aria. Yep. 
Yep. That's awesome. Uh, and then she got me a Celeste shirt that just came today, which is awesome. It's Madeline, like, reaching for the strawberry. Oh, uh, her, her drawn figure, not the pixelated figure, so. Um, which is good, because I only had, like, four shirts that I rotated. Because uh, yeah, I wear shirts so often that, or so much that, or for so long that they get holes in them and I throw them out. And then I don't buy myself clothes ever. Um, although I did order myself, uh, it's Blink-182's logo. But it's got Link on it, so it's Link 182, um, which is a cool mashup, I thought. So I ordered one of those. That's coming, I think, sometime next week. Um, Did you get that on Shirt Woot? No, it was T Public, I think. Okay. I think that's where the Celeste shirt came from, too. I don't know. I think maybe the, the Air Aria shirt's from Amazon. But yeah, uh, I also, so I'm going on almost a month now since I sent in my, my Joy-Cons for repair. For about a week now, they said that they've been in service. I still don't know when I'm going to get them back. So, and because my son hogs the other one, the one good one, the good one good left Joy-Con we had, I bought myself a Hori D-pad Joy-Con, uh, which was $15 on sale, uh, which is a lot less than I think. I think if you just buy an individual Joy-Con, it's like 40 bucks. Um, but it's 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 a pretty nicely built Joy-Con. Uh, it only works in handheld mode though, so don't don't. But it's got the full D-pad, so if you're looking to play like old pixelated games, it's perfect for those. I was gonna try Celeste with it because uh, I played most of Celeste with the little circular buttons, and it was you know more difficult than it probably needed to be. Um, but it works really well. Uh, it feels just like one of the other Joy-Cons, but it's a little bit lighter. And then the buttons click a little bit differently to the shoulder buttons and the trigger buttons. Uh, which was a little off-putting at first, but but it, it was okay. So I, I mean, I mainly got it so I could actually play Astral Chain because our one good Joy-Con that we do have left started drifting really badly, uh, and I could not play Astral Chain with with how much it was drifting and just you know the the precision movement that you needed. I couldn't couldn't do it. Yeah. So I saw that one of those is on sale. I was like, you know what, fifteen bucks. If I hate it, it's fine. Fifteen bucks. It's it's not not too bad. But I actually I, I really like it. I'll probably end up using it more than the regular left joy cons from from when we when i finally get them back so what did uh what was the uh, the repair that you said in was it because i the my first switch um has the the, the black joy cons and mm-hmm. uh, they just like disconnect if they're oh. not attached to the switch yeah so you'll be running around and and they pop off just, like yeah. Yep. Uh, so, th- two of them are, were my son's Joy Cons, and they had, did the same thing. They would slide off like super easy, and both of them actually also drifted really, really badly. Uh, and then my left Joy Con that I sent in, the sh- one of the shoulder buttons didn't work. I think it was a shoulder button, not the trigger, but the, it was a left Joy Con. So yeah, both of his were got sent in, uh, and then my my left one for the for the uh, sh- broken shoulder button. Uh, but I'm, I'm like, I know they'll fix the drifting ones. I don't even know if they're going to fix my, my, uh, bumper button thing. I hope they do, but at least they're doing it yeah, for I, free. Yeah. I don't mean that oh, I was going to ask how much they charge, but yeah. not, not, uh, like coming off of the switch, but like they just disconnect. They, yeah. So like Mario Kart, you play, you play that and all of a sudden your guy just drifts off to the side oh, or, right. uh, she was playing, um, uh, Zelda and, uh, he would just run off the cliff if you're too far away. If there's too many oh, like Bluetooth yeah. So yeah, the uh, that they had a problem with that when they when it when they first came out. The certain versions of them had like a something was blocking the antenna inside, and they had to right. separate it with like a piece of foam. 
I know what you're talking okay. about. Yeah, yeah, it would just randomly like like stop inputting anything. Yeah, they fixed they fixed that for free too, which is nice. Um, I have to send them in. Did you have to send both of them in? I yeah, I sent, I sent three in all at once. Okay. Um, it, well, luckily we had three pairs of Joy Cons. Um, so like, but like I said, the the one left Joy Con that we have left is is starting to drift really bad now. Uh, and it, my son gets frustrated because he's put like four hundred hours into Breath of the Wild. So, wow. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I wish I had been able to like. The, the cool thing about that is, I wish I'd been able to see how many hours I put into games when I played them back in the day. There was no way to tell unless it, like Final right. Fantasy three had the hour counter on it, um, but that it was only for one game. You know, it wasn't a cross game. So I, I it's interesting to see uh, how many hours now that there's hour counters. Yeah, Corey, I was just saying, Max has like four hundred hours on Breath of the Wild. Oh my god, good yeah. for him. He's That's really like half time, his life. He's really good at it too. <laughs> Last time I checked, I only had a, uh, only uh, 120 hours, but okay. I played a bit more than that. Yeah, I think I have two 215 uh, across a regular mode playthrough and master mode. I never finished my master mode, but uh, so good. Oh yeah, uh, that's all I had for for my week. Uh, let's get into what we played. So I want to hear about Revenant, you guys. Let's let's talk about Revenant. Remnant. Remnant. A <laughs> uh, big difficulty curve. It is a very difficult game to play. But um, I I started uh, a little while after Brian started playing, and and it's I was always playing catch up and always playing on his game, so um, it didn't boost my level up enough. So I was constantly dying, and he was always reviving me, and that's pretty much how every every gameplay went. But Brian's played it a lot. And he's beat it a couple times, I think. Yeah, I played through it. Uh, I think I just beat it on the second difficulty. There's three difficulties, normal, hard, and nightmare. And I just beat it on hard. But um, that's another game that's also uh, procedurally generated, too. So that adds to the replayability. But a lot of people compare it to like a Dark Souls-esque kind of game as far as a difficulty. And like to, to re-heal yourself, you save at a bonfire. But in this game, it's a crystal. Same concept, but... Um, after playing, like I played a few Dark Souls and then playing this, this is difficult, but it's nowhere near as difficult as like Dark Souls or Bloodborne. But it still, it still walks like the same line. But um, it's very rewarding. It's not a looter shooter because the stuff you get, it's it's few and far between. But the cool thing is with it being randomly generated, is that the loot I get is different than the loot that say like Shane got, unless I was playing with him, of course. So you hey, you have to have multiple playthroughs so you can encounter all the bosses and whatnot. Yeah, one thing I heard about that game too was how varied the environments are, uh, mm. b- because like you said, they're procedurally generated, but they're also like you go into a bunch of different places. Like you could be in a, like I, I think they use the example like you could be in a, like an old broken down temple, or you could be like walking through a, a broken down like city block, and there's this all these different different settings that they mix and match too because it's procedurally generated. Yeah. So the best so way to, to explain it is probably there's different, maybe four to five different biomes. Okay, biomes. Like you start out in the dilapidated dark city and then it moves on to like, uh, I believe like a deserty kind of... Yeah, I think there was a second one. Yeah, so... Okay. And then, it is a great game. Yeah, and the, and the bosses are all procedurally generated too, so you never end up fighting the same same bosses, right? It's, it, do you just go fight the bosses or is there like mini, mini enemies too? No, you, you progress through, like, the different areas, and then the, the areas, like, break off into different, like, boss encounters, but with okay. them being procedurally generated, 
you might fight one boss in this area, whereas someone else might have fought three. Oh, okay. So. Wow. Nice. Yeah, I've heard it's it's a bit like Dark Souls with with guns. Yeah, that, yeah, that's what a lot of people are yeah slapping okay. on it. Is there is there melee melee weapons too? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Uh, it, that is that PC only? Is that on Xbox, uh, PS4? Uh, all major consoles. Okay. So, yeah, PS4, Xbox, PC. Right. That's that's one I definitely have to look into. Yeah, same. I, it's it's time. I know it sucks. There's so many games I want to play. I just wish I didn't have to sleep. That would that would make life a lot easier. <laughs> Even though I like sleep, I would if, if I had to give it up, it'd be fine. <laughs> okay. Uh, you want to talk about Greedfall a little bit? Uh, yeah, I can. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm maybe 10 to 15 hours into it. Um, I have a bad habit of whenever I start a new game, especially RPGs, playing it on the hardest difficulty. So I have to go a little slower. Okay. Um, so this one I'm playing on the hardest of four difficulties. Uh, it's not that bad. It's, it's, you die a few times other than that. But as far as the setting goes, um, like you said, colonial, a really cool setting. Uh, the storyline so far has been great. And one thing I've noticed that's kind of uncommon in these kind of games, the side quests are very elaborate. Like they're not just generic run, go get this, bring it back, like fetch quests. They're very intricate. You, It's very hard to distinguish what a side quest is and what a main story quest is. Oh, cool. Because they're, they're very well written. Yeah. But um, I've heard it does kinda... the multiple pathways through completing an objective really well too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you can track, like, say that there's three ways to complete an objective. You can select which one you want to track and complete it that way, oh. based on like your charisma stat or your vigor stat or you know different different stats that you can distribute in your character. But it is also semi loot based as far as like um, I'm not sure what I compare it to. Maybe like an Assassin's Creed, like one of the newer ones, like different colored tier loots that you can get throughout the game. But um, if you're an RPG like Bioware fan, like old Dragon Age, even like the original Mass Effect, it's it's very similar to those. Nice. Speaking my speaking my language there. Yeah, love it. <sighs> what do you think, Corey? Another purchase? <laughs> yeah, another game. I'm gonna have to play. I think. I'm watching uh, some gameplay video on Twitch right now. Okay. Um, Brian, is there exploration? Yeah. Yes. It's not open. It's. I guess you can also compare it to Dragon Age. I don't know if you guys played Inquisition. Mm-hmm. It's not open world, but it's like open areas. Like you have to go through a loading screen to get to each area. Gotcha. But within each area, they're they're quite large, similar to like Witcher and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But um, okay. yeah, yeah. There's a good amount of exploration, and it's satisfying with the the loot base too. So as far as the loot drops and what you get like in chests or off enemies. So nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm gonna awesome. have to play this one. <laughs> yep, I'm with you. Okay. Uh, Shane, did you have any other other games you want to talk about? Uh, the only one that I've been playing a lot is uh, Dragon Quest Builders 2. Okay. I am so addicted to that game, <laughs> um, which is ironic. So I Minecraft, I absolutely hate Minecraft. Um, but with this, I think it just it, it fits my OCD nicely. It tells me what to do, what to build, where every block has to go, whereas Minecraft isn't like that. It's just whatever you want to do. I think that's a big reason why I like Dragon Quest. Um, not a fan of the, all the dialogue in it, but the game's so addicting. Okay, I absolutely love the game. Uh, playing on Switch. Yeah, yeah. Okay, is, is it's also on PS4, right? Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, yep. I mean, the Switch is the way the way to play that though, so you can take it anywhere. Oh, definitely. All right. How many hours do you have in that, Shane? Um, I hold on. <laughs> he has to go get his calculator. <laughs> I, I remember when he told me, I was like blown away. Nice. Well, Again, I never really it's, took... it, it's a nice thing to have is the hour counter. I never really took Shane as an RPG guy. Same here. I'm I've always tried to get Uh, play uh, 45 hours. 45. Nice. Okay. Nice. All right, Corey. What? Anything you played? You want to talk um, about? I don't think I played anything else. I played Gears. I mean, I'm still playing Rocket League um, and Hearthstone, which are my my go-tos in the fall on pretty much every month of the year except for <laughs> the summer months, maybe. Maybe like July and August, I don't play Rocket League in Hearthstone just because there's no time. But sure. uh, recently, back into it. Um, How badly really do you get that. beat in Rocket League? Not badly at all. Okay. Um, Diamond, Diamond Two, I think. I just got my rank assignment for um, Standard. I'm like Platinum Four in doubles. This is on Xbox. I think Xbox is a little bit easier to get a higher rank than PC. Um, but I don't know, just easily. I, I think I could say at this point, the most fun video game I've ever played. Um, that's high praise. Yeah. Just, just raw fun. Okay. Uh, maybe not the best game I've played ever overall, but definitely the game I've had the most fun with. Sure. Uh, over, over the hundred, hundreds of hours you probably put into it, right? I mean, at this point we're over a thousand. Also. Oh, wow. Also, uh, very high peaks, very low lows, right? Yes. Okay. It's one of those. <laughs> Putting it lightly. It's a, yeah. It's a roller coaster um, then. I'm in my own head a little bit recently in that I, I I am telling myself that I'm unable to close out close games, um, which isn't a good thing to be in your own head about. Um, no. It, it, it's one of those things that athletes suffer from exactly. a lot of times. Yeah. Because once you start thinking about it is when you start, I mean, and again, it's an athlete analogy, but you start gripping the stick a little tighter, yeah. you know, it, gripping the controller a little tighter and you're less fluid and you slow down a little bit and you hesitate a little bit more and it's, it's stop playing your game. It's funny that you mentioned that, Corey. I, I, I don't think I said this, but I bought uh, Ninja's book that just came out about, about how to get good or whatever. I was just curious on... Because, uh, you know, I'd only recently kind of I've been aware of him, but but been interested in him. Um, but he, he that's one of the things he brings up is is you got to have the confidence that you can go in there and, and get the job done. Similar to, you know, like a like a professional athlete. Once you start second guessing yourself, it affects absolutely everything else when you're when you're playing yep. any game. Doesn't matter yeah. what it is. You know what it reminded me of, too? It reminded me of uh, back when I used to play a lot of beer pong. And, oh. you know, those, like, first couple games after you just have one or two, you're really – you do really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then after that, it's it's downhill, at least for me anyways. But Yeah, well, if you do really well, too, you're on the table longer and drinking more, and you're yeah. eventually just going to lose. Right, right. But those <laughs> couple drinks get you out of your head, yep. you know? You stop thinking about it, and you yep. just play. Yeah. Very true. Okay. Um. Corey, anything else? No, that's it. Okay. Uh, so the only, only thing like relatively newish that I have to play is, uh, or that I've been playing is Astral Chain, uh, which 
I think I talked about it a little bit last week, but it it's definitely starts off slow. Um, you know, it's it's the got the whole platinum combat system, which which I love. But uh, it, it when I first started playing it, it felt kind of slow and clunky. Uh, but it wasn't until I finished the third case that that that's when things started to open up and it started to make sense. And uh, it's been really fun to sort of unlock because you have a you know you're attached to this like. Um, this being from another dimension and uh you know you you kind of fight alongside them and with them and control them kind of uh it's a really interesting dance when you're when you're you know in the thick of it uh it's another one of those games where where, uh you know once you get used to the controls and stuff your muscle memory kind of takes over and you're you just wipe out a room full of enemies and you're like wow that and not only did that feel really good it also looked super cool yeah um yeah, because you're you know you sending them out, and uh, right now I have the the sword one, the the bow one, and then there's one with like giant fists. To, to and they all have different uses. So uh, not only are you you know fighting all these different guys with with your different weapons, because you have a gun, a sword, and a, and a baton uh, that do have different strengths against different 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 types of enemies, but the the legions that you have also have different strikes against different kind of enemies and and just the way they made it so easy to like change all that stuff that it just i don't know it just works so well and it's such a nice nice feeling when you when you clear out a room um but there's also a lot more to that game than just the combat there's a lot of investigation stuff so you have to solve mysteries by talking to people uh there's a in almost uh an investigation thing i think I, i mentioned this last week that's almost like the batman arkham asylum so it'll highlight like clues and stuff on on your thing that you that you need to to investigate or what have you. Uh, there's a lot of other gameplay elements in addition to just the the really cool combat system. Uh, so I'm really really liking it so far. I probably am about eight hours in. Um, like I said, I just got the new Joy-Con over the last weekend, so I, I've been able to actually play it. Um, but yeah, so far so so good on that one. It's it's. And it's amazing how good it looks too. I'm always mm-hmm. surprised at how cool the graphics are and how good the graphics are on the Switch. It's it's unbelievable. So another another winner for platinum there. Cool. Yeah. I wonder um, how it's selling. I don't know. Just because it doesn't have like a bayonetta name attached to it or anything, you know? No. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, it'll be I'll be interested to see sales figures, but it's it's definitely wor- a worthy play. Um, and I think that's all I play. I mean, I've, I've got a bunch of games I'm juggling right. I'm still playing Pokemon Uranium, Corey. Nice. Uh, which is cool. Uh, Link to the Past I'm playing. Um, I just started a new Breath of the Wild Master Mode playthrough. I watched a little of your Rated G Games playthrough of uh, Link to the Past. Oh, yeah. That game's so good. Yeah. Um, and... I was playing on the the SNES Classic. I I could almost play it on the Switch now, but I would have to start over. I wish they yeah. I, I wish the SNES Classic and the Switch would would transfer save files. That would be cool. Yeah, there's no way of doing that, but that's okay. Not when it's Nintendo. Give them a hundred years and they'll figure that out. Well, not not quite because uh, Corey, I don't know if you knew, but Divinity has cross saves between PC and and uh, and Switch version. Oh really? What do yeah. you, you just have to log in with your Larian Studios account or yeah, something? Yeah, however it works, but apparently it works pretty well. And same thing with Civ. Civ does that too. You can save a game and and pull it up on your Switch. I did not know that. Yeah. 
That is a selling point. Yes, it is. I am. I'm gonna buy Divinity on on the Switch. It's just a matter of when, because I'm like 30 hours into it. I would probably just continue my save that I had started. Yeah, knowing that, I, yeah, I'll probably end up getting it on Switch too. So, all right. Uh, anything else anyone wants to talk about? Let me just double check and make sure we have feedback. So, if you guys have anything else you want to mention, now's the time. Uh, I got nothing, Dan. Yeah. Like I said, we haven't had feedback in a couple of weeks because we haven't been recording at normal times the past couple of weeks. So, yeah, no feedback. So, um, next week's episode, Corey, do you have any idea what you want to do? Um, Will said he's actually going to be on next week. So, I don't know. Yeah, probably too early for a Borderlands episode. Yeah, you probably want to wait till the week after. I would think. Yeah, I don't know. Although that'll interfere with Link's Awakening, which we don't want to do. No, we do not. <laughs> Pumped I don't know. That. I'll think okay. about it. Yeah, well, uh, it'll be probably be Wednesday next week, because Will did specifically say he would be good to record Wednesday night, so hopefully we can be- get back to a normal recording schedule. But I say that every week. Yeah. In, in a couple months, so. Uh, yeah, that's everything. Uh, Shane, thanks for joining us. Brian, thanks for joining us. Thanks yeah, for having me. Yeah, we guys love to have you guys back on. Uh, if there's any any new games that are coming out that you, that you want to want to cover with us, by all means, yeah, definitely. We're yeah. always looking for experts on games too. So if there's a yeah. certain game that you just want to to talk about, um, yeah, yeah, because cool. because we play everything, it's not enough time to really get good at anything. So, right. Right, Corey? Yeah. <laughs> it's a tough life. Yeah. All right. Uh, that'll do it for episode 424 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Corey. Shane. And Brian. Thanks for listening, and get out of my basement. One, two, three.